It's your host, Dr. Kelly, and I have a really cool story to bust out uh, to begin today's broadcast with. And I'm going to title it, if I ever get a titler, the Broke Off Report. The coolest thing I have ever seen, um, well, this year anyway, is I had the librarian, one of my local buddies, print out the antenna search results. I went over them previously on a show and a broadcast and another host here on RBN, and 58, one for each county in this whole giant Kielbasa, California state, and recently there were 90, nine, zero. <clears throat> and so that's the... RBN, the really bad news, but the really fantastic, beautiful sight to observe was one of these arrays with probably mm, camera, bunch of radio frequency, bunch of crap, bunch of radar radiation, whatever, completely broke off as the young snowboarders like to say. It is. It was broke off, broken off, broke off, entirely broke off. And three big wires were sticking out of the end. And this was some, this was a tall structure, meaning a street light disguised electronic weapon. Acronym D-E. W, disguised electronic weapon. It's trespassing technology, and it is the worst, and we deserve better. And the cool thing, if you can get a copy of or you took great notes and you can get that out to your school bus drivers, your shop teachers, your... Anybody that's working in the outdoors, your missionaries. You know, I'm a Renaissance woman, and I recalled these few um, items here. 2008, 2009 was a really great time of service for the Christian chiropractors bringing good care to Honduras, Latvia, Jelgava uh, specifically. They do the Crow Nation visit. Ukraine, late June 2008. Bolivia, Ukraine again. Uh, did a June visit in a September. And then Jamaica. These are short term prayer calendars and schedules so that we can keep their service in mind. And here's Mexico, Mongolia, Honduras, Crow Nation, Kenya, Jamaica. Epic spots to serve good people, farmers. And then an annual meeting was recently in Pennsylvania, in Amish country, which would be epic to learn their customs, their lifestyle, and their reasonings 
within the communities. And it's pretty cool. Their whole, I want to learn about their shaming customs of the lifestyle. <laughs> and it's pretty cool. I guess now the new thing is sort of a, a fiberglass, almost like a UPS uh, trailer with all the goodies inside, like a little bitty, like your fiberglass. Uh, I wonder if they take those on the lake, too. Uh, super important uh, last week was 35 years ago, practically today, in Outdoor Life magazine, because most of the newer stuff is kind of worthless based on trespassing technology when you need to know about what do you do with the snakes and the spiders and the bees and and a super critical item that I hope you have if you're in California or I hope they have one in your state or your province or your township or your borough or your county. You definitely want to know and identify the time of year and look out for poisonous plants, flowers, fungus, shrooms, and uh, the critters calendar. Bees, scorpions, ticks, jellyfish, and spiders. And don't guess, you've got to be absolutely sure. Very fat, very sure. And I've gone through and marked a couple of items here, and I'll be looking forward to coming back with Dan on a surprise visit on the broadcast, and we will cover the third edition of the shock cure for the snake, spider, tick, and all these kind of poisonous critters bites. So, again, it's summer. You want to have fun but you got to do it safely. And especially for your pets, you know, you can get a hair tissue mineral analysis on your pets. A little different location and procedure, but you can still get the info and do well by them without an invasive blood test for some good diagnostic info. Uh, I've got January, they start with mushrooms, this destroying angel thing. Um, it's not the deadliest, but it does cause fatalities in the California region. So midwinter through spring, look out for the white gills and the white caps. Sometimes the caps can have yellow, tan, or light brown coloration in the center. Never, ever, never, 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 never times infinity eat wild mushrooms. And also during the 96 to 2000 chiropractic college, we learned of some youngsters who ate some terribly poisonous mushrooms and did have a very tiny part of their liver transplanted and recovered. Don't know if adults have the same 
ability to recover. But um, yeah, so never eat the mushrooms. And then in February, with the angel theme, is the trumpet flower. All parts of the plant are toxic. These trumpets are white, yellow, pink, orange, or red. And it's best known for its trumpet-shaped flowers. And I had a friend with those in the yard, along with other incredible mulberries, cherries, mangoes, little bitty bananas. March is this pong pong thing. India, Vietnam, Cambodia, Sri Lanka, formerly known as Ceylon, and Myanmar. It's in the United States because of the seeds. And don't be fooled by the jasmine-smelling flowers. April, we're on to a critter, the yellow-faced bumblebee. And I'm going to catch us all the way up to July. The yellow-faced bumblebee, we have 1,600 species of bees native to California. They're found along the Pacific coast. They emerge in early spring and stay active until fall. A bumblebee sting can cause, and this is, you know, just general statement from the calendar here, redness, itchiness, and swelling that lasts for hours to days to prevent bee stings Stay cautious around flowering plants and wear protective clothing. Do not touch, attack, or scare away bees as they are likely to fight back and sting if threatened. And even in a coverall, working in the yard, had a tiny section of my neck exposed and got nailed by, I don't know, a wasp, hornet, yellow jacket, something like that. Multiple ding, ding, ding. Uh, I hate bugs. I love the bug assault. <clears throat> then May is the Hawaiian baby wood rose. Hawaii, California, and Florida. Be on the lookout for that. Super toxic. High blood pressure. Hallucinations. Psychosis. Fast heart rate. And seizures. June is another critter. This is the parasitic arachnid or the tick. I hate bugs. Love things that eat them. They're most active during the spring and early summer months. The ticks have eight legs and are flat and oval until they bite, fill with the blood, and grow much larger. Um... Lyme disease and numerous blood-borne pathogens can be transmitted. I added that numerous part because it's a fact. Um, they can be transmitted to man and other animals by the feeding activities of certain tick species. To prevent tick bites when you're outdoors, you've got to wear protective clothing and you want to parasite dust your socks, and such. You want to stay on hiking trails and don't bring your evil device. Got to wear insect repellent 
that contains the parasite dust, diatomaceous earth, and and those ingredients. So, got to inspect yourself, your family members, and your pets for ticks. If you're bitten by a tick and you experience fever, rash, or vomiting, you got to get uh, emergency medical attention. And then July, going to finish with this one. This is the rattlesnake species, Crotalus. Rattlesnakes are common in California and are found in many different places from the coast to the desert. Prevent bites. you got to have super-duper boots. Stay on the hiking trails and wear protective clothing outdoors. Always inspect your surroundings and never touch or disturb snakes. If you're bitten, you, again, <clears throat> emergency medical help right away. Uh, severe or even life-threatening symptoms may occur within minutes to a couple of hours. Keep the bitten area elevated above your heart on your way to a hospital unless you decide to drive yourself. <laughs> and then again, you want to be trained in the shock cure for these poisonous critters. And there are lots of others to come. But due to time... And I'm hoping that I got to be joined by James, who's seen all kinds of probably those neon wild snakes. And um, any comments on on the north of the 49th parallel? All right. I may not have my other member of the the Wild Bill Western show, but that's fine because I've been studying up on it and um, really appreciate the <laughs> this artwork. I got this um, Buffalo Bill Cody book, and one of the first things is another Charles Marion Russell painting. And apparently you can view those yourself up in Montana and... Uh, would have loved to, to get to to see those as a kid and, and learn more of our fantastic history, Annie Oakley and the like, and um, to be an inspiration to all the good youngsters out there. They're like, how can we do this? How did they do this? They did it by candlelight? Yeah, they did. Isn't that beauty? So... Again, I'm going to pick up, and August is the Creepy Crawly Black Widow and Brown Widow Spider. They are the Latrodectus species. <clears throat> Black and Brown Widow Spiders can be found in California. Brown Widow Spiders are an invasive species. They are not native in California. And they were first introduced to the southern region of the state. Both black and brown widows form webs in garages, closets, uh, shoes and boots, I've heard stories of, uh, corners of patio furniture. So they get up there and they bite your booty, your booty. 
Um, they kind of hang out outdoors. And most bites occur when the spider is trapped or unintentionally touched. These spider bites cause redness and pain that gradually increases over several hours. Yeah, it's been described as burning. Exquisite pain. Okay. Seek medical attention if discomfort at the bite site is severe. You need medical attention anyway with someone you trust. If you have the spreading redness, you know, such as the blood poisoning sign where the vasculature appears red. Uh, if you've got pain or drainage and you don't know the shock cure, you get to call. Ooh, sometimes you get to call Ski Patrol. And um, sometimes you get to call Search and Rescue. Oh, anyway. Here we go. On to September is the moon jellyfish. That's the Aurelia species. And this is September. The moon jellyfish have a translucent moon-like bell and short tentacles. They're common along the coast of California. People often find these drifters stranded on beaches by the tide. While well, a jellyfish sting can cause itching, pain, and rash, Moon jelly stings lead to mild prickly sensations because it's a neurotoxin. Uh, that's my note. So it's best not to touch them. Yeah. It's all kind of interesting jelly critters. And then October. This is the bark scorpion. This is the centruroides sculptatus. Sculptuatus. Whatever, yeah. <laughs> Centruroides sculptuatus. And it's very interesting looking. If I were um, something that ate bugs, it appears as a an orange. We're popping up all over town. Right on. Looks like an orange pastry. Looks delicious. If you need a toothpick, just reach for a geek. They'll do the trick. One day we cut one up for fish bait. Learned our lesson just a little bit late. Soon as the geek hit the drink, the water turned red. Next day... Standing six foot four, weighing 245 pounds of crime-fighting, political science, analyzing brawn. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Patrick Slattery. So, Mike, get off this anti-cicada agenda. I'm a born-again traditional Christian. And my favorite possessions are right here on my nightstand. That would be the King James Bible and my 357 revolver. I'd rather be ruled by Chinamen than Jews. Cool it with the anti-Semitic remarks, right? Just because you steal an election and terminate the Republic doesn't mean you terminate the people in the Republic, because we're still here. I'm not taking the vaccine. Thank you, Bill Gates. There was a way forward still on January 6th. What needed to be done is to object to every single state. The COVID-19 virus was the setup. The vaccine could very well be the bioweapon. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. 
For the past 14 years, it's been my privilege to host the National Intel Report on RBN, to offer a platform to interview exceptional guests, to provoke critical thought, and examine evidence, whether real, fake, or somewhere in between, and allow our audience to call in and participate with your input and questions in order to help us all reach an educated decision and arrive at our own truth. Our world has changed. It's now been turned on its head. Real is now considered fake and mainstream fake is now pushed as real, rather, rather than, than any, any clear, clear thinking, thinking consensus, consensus, or rationale. Those few remaining beacons of light, the ones still shining through the mainstream media lies, propaganda, and deception, are being viciously attacked at every level through attempts at censorship, threatening advertisers, jailing hosts, and even killing journalists brave enough to speak the truth to you. We are in a war for our very freedom and existence, and through these despicable acts, freedom haters, collectivists, and communitarians have shown they will stop at nothing to blot out these last few beacons of light. Truth is becoming increasingly more difficult to unmask, just as the term unmasking itself is spoken by those usually anonymous sources. They promote their lies, wishing to mask the truths by ignoring it, vilifying it, or conspiratorializing it into a black hole abyss. Regrettably, RBN has reached reached the the tipping tipping point, point, and through internal audit and actuarial review, it has now been determined that the only life raft of survival to this network is to go the way of PBS, that being audience-supported. Like a cornered animal, the left with veracity is pulling out all the stops with every effort to effectively blacken our beacon forever. Help us, folks. Help yourselves. Don't let our light stop shining. Our motto has always been, because you can handle the truth. It's time to review your budget, folks. If you want the truth to keep flowing through RBN, go to republicbroadcasting.org and become a regular monthly donor of 30, 40, 50, or 100 or more a month and ensure you keep the truth flowing. To the town of Alfrio rode a stranger one fine day Hardly spoke to folks around him, didn't have too much to say No one dared to ask his business, no one dared to make a slip The stranger there among them had a big iron on his hip Big iron on his hip It was early in the morning when he rode into the town He came riding from the south side Slowly looking all around He's an outlaw loose and running Came the whisper from each lip And he's here to do some business With a big iron on his hip Big iron on his hip In this town there lived an outlaw By the name of Texas Red Many men had tried to take him and that many men were dead He was vicious and a killer, though a youth of twenty-four And the notches on his pistol numbered one in nineteen more One in nineteen more Now the stranger started talking, made it plain to folks around Was an Arizona ranger, wouldn't be too long in town He came here to take an outlaw back alive or maybe dead And he said it didn't matter, he was after Texas Red After Texas Red Wasn't long before Reawakening, they do it right in Texas That's right, 
and that's why I got to start this hour with you. It is the 25th of June, 2022, and I'm joined by uh, James. I'm really uh, stoked that we got to bring you in with uh, Marty Robbins, Big Iron, and how's it going above the 49th parallel? I'm kind of covering spiders and snakes and bugs and uh, poisonous things to look out for when you're out on the range. Well, sorry I'm late. My uh, horse threw a shoe, and I had to take her to the livery to get it fixed. So I was late getting here. Sorry about that to everybody. And there's a, there's a new movie you can check out called The Arizona Ranger, 1948 Western Drama. So um, that's my story. <laughs> uh, and you're sticking to it. Cool. I'm going <laughs> to add that to my notes. And see, mm-hmm. you're talking about snake bites this morning. Snake yeah. bites. Now, I need to ask you a question on that uh, stun gun thing. Now, uh, you have to empty the stun gun first with one squeeze of the trigger. Am I right? Before you apply it, am I right? Yeah, you have to use what's called the residual charge and. The way that, you know, you have to go through a process to verify it and test it and check it uh, before you go applying it. And um, you can observe that Mm -hmm. residual charge. Like when when you disconnect the battery from a drill or a a tool, Mm -hmm. it still contains a residual charge enough to light the the lights, you know, several times. All right. Yeah. So my question is: is now after you get rid of the primary charge with the first squeeze of the trigger, um, how long have you got? How many squeezes can you have on the residual charge? How usually, many times you, can you you hit it once, and then you apply it to the area of the trauma. Then you Uh-oh. release hmm. it. You fire it, and then you put it back and you go in a, you know, a star or a circular pattern around um, the initial bite. See, see, the question is, if each time you apply the residual charge, you have to squeeze the trigger once to get rid of the primary charge. That's that's the question here because um, it it wasn't clear to me. I don't know if it's clear to other people, you see. Yeah, that's why I suggest getting the articles and training with people and then learning from those in the South, you know, who know it and use it. And, um, yeah, uh, yeah, we were, um, I I really missed you um, last week, and then uh, Dan will come on again with the third edition. And this stuff is great. It came out 35 years ago, and you know, has been helpful to a lot of people in a lot of the southern states. And, you know, the the Indians, actually, this is called snake country, this whole sect of of the land. And so, you know, it's full of critters. And I actually, um, in southern California, did see a scorpion. And this particular one looks like an orange, um, kind of a pastry kind of like a croissant with orange, um, yeah. you know, frosting on the top. 
Well, see, in eastern, east of me here in British Columbia, where the land gets a bit arid in the mountainous regions, we do have rattlers and other, uh, and other uh, spiders of, uh, of the poisonous persuasion. So uh, it, uh, it would be something I'm interested to learn how to do if I can find a shop that will sell me a stun gun in the socialist paradise I'm living. So that's another issue. Right on. you're back. Yeah, we'll see you on the other side of this break, and this is Grand Jury Reawakening with Dr. Kelly and James North of the 49th Parallel. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. You know that nothing beats a storable food stockpile for readiness. But there are two problems with storable food. It's expensive, and eventually, it runs out. Then what? What happens to you or your family when there's not enough food to go around? In a true survival scenario, you need a renewable food source. That's why Seed Armory has developed a survival-grade seed vault that can produce over $25,000 worth of crops from just one kit. Unlike other seed vaults, we don't inflate our seed counts with fillers. All our seeds are 100% heirloom and non-GMO. Not a green thumb? Don't worry. We've written an easy-to-follow guide to guarantee your success from planting to harvest. For a limited time, we're offering an additional 10% off your order when you enter the code RBN at checkout. Go to SeedArmory.com. That's SeedArmory.com. Don't wait. Like everything else. Seeds are in short supply. Extendivite testimonials on Amazon are very informative. Here's one. Rad. Consistent results when used for heart problems. This product has been a godsend for my father, who suffered a heart attack about two years ago. He was prescribed medications for his condition, which was so serious that if he hadn't made it to the hospital in time, he would have died. But he hasn't been able to afford most of the medications. After researching alternatives, he tried Extendivite. While taking Extendivite, he has consistently lower blood pressure and experiences less angina. We are currently on our fifth bottle. I enthusiastically recommend this product, and I am grateful that it is available. To get your Extendivite today, go to Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E.com. Or call us at 1-877-928-8822. Extend your life. 
something happened blew everything to hell that night my daddy stumbled in all pale and weak set a woman up the block just gave birth to a geek <laughs> i said sell it to the circus what the heck Dad said, oh that's nope. too funny i i hadn't heard that one before but it's close enough um there was a really there was a, some dudes over here working and it's really fun to be on a job site and be like the ladder anchor or something cool and then get to tell a story about some cool RBN hosts or callers and all the dudes just totally cracking up. And um, this is another one of those occasions. And the other song that I was thinking of, something about, did you see that guy in a turtleneck sweater in the middle of July. He must be a pencil neck geek. And then it goes into the chorus and, and it's like too funny. Okay, back to the the um, <clears throat> serious things now. Yes, it's summer and we want to have fun, but uh, beware because there's this lurking bark scorpion. And the bark scorpion is a light brown color and can be up to three inches long. So they're more common over in Arizona. A small population lives in southeastern California. They like to be upside down. So spotting them hanging underneath an object is common. Yeah, maybe your wood pile or whatever. Uh, these scorpions have the most toxic sting in North America. Okay, these Scorpions have the most toxic sting in North America, which requires emergency dispatch, first aid, you know, backup. Um, you got to stabilize and transport if you're trained in, um, for instance, a combat lifesaver. You know that already. But the symptoms include severe pain, numbness, sweating, and vomiting. If you're stung by a bark scorpion, go to a hospital right away for treatment. And, you know, hopefully it's not a one that's full of EMF and RF and all that crap. And then November is back to the death cap, evil mushrooms, and December are flowers. And so if you're out there, beware and be ready. And see, Dan's had experience using the um, shock gear for snake bite. That's why I brought him on, and he's getting, you know, more documentation on that because it's a, a long-standing practice with the medics and the paramedics and the ambulance, um, you know, people, and it's super important to have that as a tool. And it's, uh, you know... Dan was talking about training and seeing how quick he could get his finger on and off the trigger. And um, I think he's had and talked about spider bites and, uh, you know, on himself and other people. And, you know, he's really for getting getting people trained. And you know, I think uh, he's a good one to build your, um, your hangers. <laughs> They're, you know, 
they're they'll protect the the little birds during the big windstorms and um it was cool when you were talking about, yeah, I I got this plane and it costs this much money and it can pull this many G's, but um, but I want to do like this many G's and <laughs> it's like no, the people aren't telling you better how to change fly airplanes. You better change airplanes, yeah. But um, another. Uh, option is to have a low molecular weight nitro compound on you. <clears throat> That'll flush out the toxin, but another uh, another show maybe. So. Um, yeah, and if you're out hunting with your buddies and, you know, you just have to make sure that your team is trained and that, you know, they know how to do whatever in a seated position standing, seated, you know, face up, face down, you know, how do you save that life? <laughs> and Yeah, I was wondering if I could ask a question here. Have you ever heard of tequila as being first aid for a scorpion bite? Uh, actually, I visited Tequila, Mexico, and I never heard that, but they they do some really odd things with, you know, it goes into this... Um, They've got stuff in lollipops and, you know, worms and, and bugs and critters and ugh, abominable creeping things. So, um, uh, no, I would definitely, um, you know, be careful with that stuff, especially the almond tequila. <laughs> you know, uh, be careful. Don't, right. don't, don't get too close to the hot rocks and the fire and, um, you know. Yeah. Well, if the guy had an almond a- allergy, that wouldn't be the one to take, obviously. But uh, um, the tequila is pretty good for going to the nervous system. So, anyway. Yeah, I love the I, just, I love the um, the aloes and the aloe vera and the different um, the different plants are pretty amazing down there. It's uh, oh, they've got their. Uh, used to be a great place to go for vanilla and it was really fun to maybe have a little bit of the almond tequila back in the 1980s and then go shoe shopping and you know being way off their charts and their supply and then having these people scramble and and mumble amongst each other going oh my goodness we don't have anything that will fit their size (laughs) what are we going to do and um yeah, those were the good old days, you know, being a Renaissance woman. And, um, yeah, I was hoping, too, did you ever um, get too close to or see any of those neon snakes or spiders of any size over in the uh, tropical areas and near the equator? Um, well, actually... Um I think I had occasion to see a couple hanging from trees uh, in a, sort of a semi-jungle situation. Uh, <clears throat> the uh, the great state, <clears throat> the great state of Taiwan has probably 30 or more poisonous snakes. And when you go to a hospital in Taiwan, usually there'll be a picture on the wall. Um, the Taiwan Adventist Hospital will 
I used to have a picture of about 30 snakes there to show you uh, which one you were bit by. And um, all through the island, uh, every hospital should have uh, snake uh, anti-venom. And um, actually, the interesting thing about Taiwan is when you get into the jungles <clears throat> and even in cities where there are lots of trees and such, you'll have a problem with monkeys, believe it or not. Monkeys will be uh, quite aggressive uh, to uh, human beings that come around their little domain. And, um, of course, that's getting bit by a monkey is not quite the same thing as a snake, but uh, uh, there's all kinds of things to get into trouble in that uh, semi-tropical, tropical region. So, yes, I have had occasion uh, to... Never been bit, of course, but uh, very dangerous, very dangerous uh, operation. So. Yeah. I remember being on vacation in Hawaii back when I was a teenager, and wow. I woke up with uh, not one elbow, but two <laughs> one morning, and then I uh, pulled my bed away from the wall, and there was a big nasty spider and it took several whacks with a big broom to render it um, less harmful and um, the the Australian visitor was like well you should have brought it down here I could have buttered up some toast and had good breakfast (laughs) why'd you throw away a perfectly a perfectly good spider yeah, it was a big, nasty one, and uh, but that was cool, you know, his uh, his outlook on it. Cook her up. Well, yeah, if you're hungry and it's there, uh, you got to eat. <laughs> yeah, you can have all the abominable, creeping things you want. I'll, um, I'll wait for, you know, I'll uh, knock down a coconut or ten and, and you know, that'll be dinner. First cat I ever saw in China in Guangdong province in Canton City was going down the street in a bag. This guy had the cat in a bag, believe it or not, and the cat was going meow, meow, right? And I, I, I got a problem where that cat was going. See? Or things like bear paw. That's another delicacy. Dog meat in the south of Taiwan in the wintertime. That's a big deal. Oh. <laughs> yeah, America's... there was um, another uh, bear, I guess, got a hold of somebody who, you know, they're in the forest surrounded by really tall pine trees and whatnot and what have you, yeah. as my grandpa would say. <laughs> yeah. And um, she, this woman, goes out to the take the garbage out and leaves the door open. Uh, One of the bears goes in the house and it's on and she got, you know, whacked upside the head or whatever. And um, yeah, even in the winter, they would come up near the, um, the different, um, I guess, venues or vendors at the, at the ski hill at North star. And, you know, they, uh, 
they're not hibernating with all the stupid devices that people are taking in there. Oh, I want to identify this uh, this plant or this uh, these three leaves or this uh, this uh, species or this you know critter, and it's like even just a a short trip down the road, they're just idiots with all their screen sickness gotten into the forest and pissed off the bears yeah. and they're going to come kick your butt. <laughs> Get out. Right. Get well, out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Earlier you mentioned missionaries and uh, if people want to find out about what another culture is like, the best one of the best intels is to go to missionaries who've lived there for several years and um, they'll tell you all kinds of stories that... Um, Will make you want to reconsider your uh, your uh, move to that uh, tropical paradise. Uh, you uh, preach the word or whatever. See, yeah, um, the free Burma Rangers come to mind. Well, yep, yeah, right, oh. yep. Yeah. We haven't talked about them lately, or we haven't had time to talk to them. But that's a perfect example. Um, I actually I had a chance to be up there on the. I Burma border, maybe I talked about it before, in the northwest part of Thailand there where you get up uh, above 2,000 meters in the highlands. And that's where they have the poppy, the poppy plants. They don't have it down on the, down on the floodplain there at uh, 100 feet altitude. You got to go way up in the hills to find that. But then being a white person, it's very difficult to get up there in those Islands without uh, a war party, so uh, you gotta be you gotta be um, um, you have to be armed and you have to have people that can speak the languages with those people up there. See, because they don't even speak Thai; they speak other dialects of other languages up there. So even the Thais don't go up there. Yeah, it'd be That's pretty cool if I were if I wanted to ascend. I'd have a yoke of yak. <laughs> and there would be the the milk, the cheese, the cream, the butter, and and yeah. they're so rich in apricots that um, it would just be epic. And yeah. some cool folks up in Alaska were like, "Yeah, if you come up here, bring the you know bring the Swiss cows and and bring the the yak and you know yeah. bring all kinds of cool Norwegian and and Swedish and Finnish and." Um, you know, Icelandic critters and have a blast up here. <laughs> well, if you're in Asia, especially in places like <clears throat> those far out highland spots, and you bring food with you, that's a good way to, to get the locals to love you. Is uh, nobody uh, resists good food, so <laughs> you'll be welcome at least till the food lasts. <laughs> Yeah, that that would be the reasoning behind having you know the goats and the the yaks yeah. and and all manner of things because yeah when you when people care about you they feed you really well really good stuff. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's uh, part of the old uh, the old uh, way to deal with uh, cultures is to bring gifts gifts that you know the other side will appreciate. And that's how you you barter your way in. Uh, 
I hate to say it, but it's uh, tried and true over the centuries and thousands of millennia, thousands of years, you see. So, uh, yes, the it, wonders uh, of, yeah, the wonders of honey and, you know, a little uh, honey and a little balm and a little, you know, these uh, yeah. pistachios and uh, dates and, and figs and, oh, all those great things from the from the southern regions. Yeah, that's why China does so well in Africa because they brought a lot of gifts to these uh, countries in Africa. Brought gifts, brought all kinds of things to uh, so they can uh, begin negotiations for all of those minerals under the ground. You see, that's their uh, their technique uh, of doing uh, international business is to uh, soften up the other side with goodies, you see. And uh, that's, uh, again, that's uh, something we can all learn from, I think. <laughs> How to be sweet. Well, uh, yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing a lot of the, you know, really deeply looking into the um, hair tissue mineral analysis and there's um, some new, really good developments with um, the Selena Naturally Company and their different offerings. And they now have another cave that's a salt deposit, a salt mountain in Spain in the area of Catalonia. And uh, it's going to be super cool to get to dive into that. And, you know, that's another wonderful item of, you know, local people being able to, um, you know, meet their needs and then get to their livestock and their land and their, you know, their other people. And it's pretty cool. We've got one here in Utah and another one over there in Spain. And um, super cool. Yeah. Yeah, well... Uh Helping uh, people with their uh, diseases and maladies, that's uh, another big uh, plus uh, when you're uh, dealing with uh, people from another culture. If you can show them something that they don't know how to do, that will uh, help you to uh, get further on down the line in terms of uh, negotiations for uh, future uh, situations and uh, mutual benefits to both sides, as it were. So, so you're you're uh, you being a chiropractor there. You can uh, you're just a portable uh, hospital that can go in there and fix people. See, <laughs> um. yeah, yeah. If it's not uh, well, and I've seen them come in with their fractures, with their you know, <laughs> yeah. Because usually I'm closer than the hospital. Hopefully. Um, Hopefully not, but often is the case. And um, yeah, to be um, it's going to be super cool. You know, I'm looking forward to mm. some mission sort of sort of work, yeah. and um, really appreciate those that have gone before. You know, uh, recently Cuba and Thailand, and um, just taking it to the to the jungles and the the fields and 
the farms and South America, and it's just awesome, you know, to be able yeah. to like that. And then, you know, in the case of the whole grand jury thing, having a built-in instantaneous lie detector test that's even more effective than the golden lasso. <laughs> well, the big question they're going to have for you is, can you take my pain away? Can you take the pain away? Well, if you can do that, that's a big step. And then, of course, uh, it's uh, physical pain, and then there's also spiritual pain. <laughs> and uh, so those are two pains one has to uh, deal with. When one uh, has a patient that's in need, it's uh, how to handle both of that, both of those things. Yeah, that's uh, typically the last thing to show is the pain and the first thing to go. So, yes, yes and yes. <laughs> Wasn't it some guy who said it's easier to get somebody to arise and walk than it is to say your sins are forgiven? <laughs> I think I heard that someplace before. Yes, yes. On Saturdays with the Seventh Day Adventist, and Sundays and Fridays with others, and Mondays, and I'm thinking about hanging out with all of them because then I can have, you know, be off the books Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, <laughs> all the way till Tuesday yep. morning. And um, I don't know. I think I'll always be the New Order Amish with a phone and electricity when I have to. And um, I just want to thank the RBN supporters, past, present, and future. And that RBN store is a great place to get your Voyager, your KA500. And then you'll have several options for uh, emergency lighting, reading, weather, and local AM and FM. And, you know, I've heard local ads for services that are also available through RBN Host. And um, keep it in the family when you can. And um, thank you again, James, for, for your awesome Point Me Toward the Westerns. I've got a stack of books about two and a half feet tall, and I've got Annie Oakley Bill Cody, uh, Jim Bowie, uh, you know, all the greats. Uh, Gene Autry quoted here from Weldon Travis. And um, thank you again for reminding us of the really important things. And, you know, there were like 18 of these separate shows going on nationwide at one time. And... You know, there's cool stories about the French and the what went on in France and the world's the Universal Fair and uh, super cool stuff like that. And um, thank you again for being the the north of the 49 uh, parallel there. And um, yep, up on the uh, the Great Divide here. I'm about two miles north of it. So um, yeah, and. Uh, Wish everybody well and uh, support RBN with donations and uh, anything you can spare for the network. And thanks for having me on.
and and thank you again for being here and not getting bit by those cold-hearted snakes and um, avoiding the spiders. There are so many to be on the lookout for. And the cool thing is this little salt rifle is the greatest invention since um, the wheel. It really is super cool. You can throw in some Epsom salts for a super high grain killer load and you can take care of all of them spiders, all of them wasps, hornets, yellow jackets, flies. I hear the beautiful sound of some motorcycles out there. <laughs> right were you on. able to check? Mm-hmm. Okay. I was going to say, were you able to check out the TV show Texas John Slaughter from 1959? I was able. Out. Yeah, I was able to check out one of the the dime store type novels, but not the actual video DVD. But hopefully, well. it's on its way. Thank you again. RBN, thank you, Sam. Thank you, Mike and Judy. Sam. Saturday mornings, 8 to 10 Central, to the Alternative Media with your host, Baron. If you've not been listening, this is some of what you've been missing. 2,000 mules, like you like you like to say occasionally, Farron, in your face. They, they, they might have a, a set of lactating mammaries available that could provide milk for their adopted children. Listen, news media, all pulling off this gigantic fraud. Rhino, neocon, cucks. There's this wonderful thing it's called Vote With Your Feet. Move to California. I am a conspiracy factualist, and everyone else is a reality theorist. Hundreds, if not thousands, of ships came out of nowhere. Give me liberty or let's give you death. Any excuse to go in and kill yourself for this, this, this fraud of a government. This goes back a hundred years. When they come for your gold, give them a lead. And when they come for your guns, give them the bullets first. And God help us all. RBN. John Statmiller's Republic Broadcasting Network. RepublicBroadcasting.org.